I don't know. <laughs> this is the Pastors of Pain. And I am just uh, I just got caught off guard. Father O'Brien just pointed at me and said, go. And I was like, oh, what do I say? So I just started talking. Don't blame me for your problems. <laughs> I just started talking as I normally do. Welcome back, you good people of God of the world, apparently, as our last podcast um, mentioned, that people from all over the world are listening to this. Hopefully we can pick some people in Hello, like- Hello, Denmark. M- Mozambique. Ooh. Currently, we have we do not have anyone on the African continent. We should spam the African continent with emails about our podcast. Although one thing I do like about our podcast, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Some would even say that the podcast market is um, over flooded, oversaturated, oversaturated. Um, but our podcast, our really our audience. I mean, I know we have people that listen like outside of Payne County. Yeah, but our audience is like Payne County. And so we're not we're not trying to like be compete with Bishop Barron or even like I mean there's some great Catholic podcasts out there Catholic stuff you should know. <laughs> what about awesome. that Day of Death? But po- oh, that's a Twitter. That's a tweet that goes out. They don't have yeah. a podcast. No. <laughs> Remind you that you're no. going to die. Yeah, there's a great uh, Twitter uh, that I so I'm 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 pretty active on Twitter. Uh, at uh, my my hat uh, my what is it called your my, at your my at no 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 your uh, my, your call sign is no your at, handle your handle my handle at fr o'brien but anyway uh, there's this there's this awesome one that's just called um, <laughs> remember it's it's, co- it's death underscore reminder <laughs> is that right wait a minute yeah death underscore reminder and all it does once a day it tweets out you will die someday. It's just your reminder. Well, that that because uh, it's Lent. It's well, Lent, and the you're going to die. The Franciscan Church. Remember the Franciscan Church we went to in uh, Italy. It says, in you know, there's all there's that tomb, and it says, "What you are now, we once were, and what we are now, you will be too." And you're like, "Oh, oh boy, I'm going to die someday." Uh huh. Yeah. So welcome. that's what we just hit on Ash Wednesday when we received yeah. the ashes. Remember, you are dust. And to dust you shall return. Repent and believe in the Gospels. It's going to happen. Okay. Well, well, you're going to die. Welcome someday. back to uh, the Pastors of Pain Show. It's great to be with you. Father Kerry Wakulich, Pastor St. John Evangelist Catholic Student Center at the corner of Miller and Knobloch, right next to the uh, Boone Pickens Stadium. Father Brian O'Brien, St. Francis Xavier, Catholic Church, Stillwater, Oklahoma. The corner of McElroy and Country Club. We're actually outside the city limits, but don't hold that against us. Really? So yeah. we can shoot fireworks and guns? No. What? Ew. Why not? Stay away. It's outside the city limits. You're not allowed in my church anymore. Oh. Unless you're hearing confessions, in which you're allowed anytime you want. In Espanol because English? Please. Please. Okay. The demand is high, especially during Lent. I know. Okay, uh, can I just say this? Please. To all of you out there. You're going to say it no matter what, so go Please ahead. don't. It, I know a lot of people say, I want to go to confession at some point during Lent. Please don't wait until Holy Saturday. <laughs> like we're gonna, I'm gonna offer confessions on Holy Saturday, but don't wait. Please don't wait. We, we I think at one point in time we accumulated a number, oh. and it was something like we have 13 hours of confessions in the city of Stillwater every week. Yes. So there's 13. Your excuses hours. are dead to us. <laughs> but don't wait until Holy. Sa- I mean, obviously, if you need to go on Holy Saturday, we're gonna offer it. But don't wait. There's gonna be so many opportunities before daily mass. At your place, at my place, Wednesday nights, Saturday afternoons. 
I'm going to be offering confessions a lot of times during um, during Friday night Stations of the Cross. Oh, nice. So there's going to be tons of opportunity. Anyway, don't wait. Don't wait. So we're in a uh, kind of a fun time of year. It's Lent. Most people wouldn't say that <laughs> Lent is fun, but it's fun. Uh, I think it's fun because we're growing in our relationship with the Lord, and that's fun. Amen. And purging ourselves we're of purging. the things. The Heck campaign yeah. of Christian service. Amen. So uh, we just had Ash Wednesday, which is on March the 6th. It was a Wednesday this year, which caught some people off guard. <laughs> <laughs> then we celebrated uh, the first Sunday of Lent. And then something uh, very interesting happened at my parish, or something I should say is going to happen at my parish. And that is on March 11th. Am I invited? You can come. Are you yeah. coming? I hope you are. What on day is March, March 11th. What day is March, March 11th, 11th is a Monday. What? Oh. I know that's your day off. No, it's not. Oh. Saturday's my day off. Sometimes you take Mondays when we have our preschool. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. <coughs> uh, on March 11th is the one year anniversary of the dedication of the new St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church. Big whoop. <sighs> big whoop. Bacon. <laughs> um, what do you mean, big whoop? Like, like are, you, an, are you just going to hold this over my head? It's and be our like, anniversary. I got a bigger church than you. Did I say that? I think you, are, you have a little complex over there. What? Okay. I don't. I don't have a complex. Okay, you were the one so, who brought it up. Okay, so uh, you asked me. So March eleventh, a couple days ago, you were like, "So when's the when's the anniversary <laughs> I of your didn't church?" Say it yes, like that in such a condescending manner. You're like, "So when is the He's anniversary lying, of the folks. dedication of your church?" I'm like, "I, I called I, you and I, I said, if we're going to talk about the dedication, uh, the anniversary of the dedication on the podcast." Do you know your dedication? So I had to get a flashlight out and go find the cornerstone of and the church. He, and he found it. Mission accomplished. And there it was. What is the anniversary of the dedication of St. John Catholic Students? May. You ready? I'm ready. Second. May 2nd. Okay. May 2nd. Awesome. If I'm correct. Let me look it up on my phone. So, Thursday, May 2nd, okay. is the dedication day That's of St. Awesome. John the Evangelist Catholic Church. So every Catholic church has one of these days, the anniversary of the dedication of the church. Now, in our case here in Stillwater, in my in, uh, my parish, it's we're celebrating just the, the one-year anniversary. But St. John's has been around since 1962. a long time. We have churches that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, but every Catholic church has an anniversary of their dedication. And here's the great thing. In that parish, if you go to that parish, that day is a solemnity. It's like a Sunday in in your church. Oh, that's right. And so like during during Lent cuz even in the office of readings it says like the dedication of a church in yep. the back and the anniversary. It's a solemnity. So so liturgically like during Lent on Sundays during Lent we do not sing the Gloria. So usually at every, yeah. at every mass all throughout the year um, except Advent and Lent do we sing the Gloria. During Lent we do not. But on the solemnity of the dedication, so on March 11th when we have mass in the evening 6 p.m. Yeah. We're singing the Gloria. It's a solemnity. If, this is the best thing. Okay. You ready for this? Mm. So during Lent, uh, we, we abstain from meat on Fridays, which uh-huh. you're supposed to actually do all throughout the year. Yeah. We especially do it during Lent. If, when, when March 11th falls on a Friday during Lent in the future, 
the people of St. Francis Xavier what? can eat meat. Because it's a celebration. It's a because solemnity. It's a, it's a, it rises. So in the, in the liturgical sort of hierarchy, yeah. okay. a solemnity is, is, at, is the highest. Well, it's like Easter. It's like Sunday. Yep. Yep. Solemnity. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's awesome. It's a, it's, an, it's a cause for celebration. Um, where we're celebrating, you know, like you'd celebrate a birthday, you'd celebrate an anniversary. Yeah. We celebrate like our anniversaries of when we were ordained. This is when kind of the church was baptized and confirmed and set to evangelize, sent, sent out like yeah. Jesus says, go yeah. and make disciples. Yeah. Okay. So um, when I said big whoop, I retract my previous statement and I say, Gloria. When I Gloria, said big whoop, I meant to put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> wow, I did. I, th- luckily, I have shoes that don't uh, that uh, don't have laces. I can just slip them on. Uh-huh. Nice shoes. Yeah, if I if I slip these off, I'll put some Yoda sock in my mouth. So uh, let's let's talk about why church buildings are important. Okay. So some people would say you might you might run into some people who say. The church is not the building. The church is the people. Oh. Is that true? You tell me. You got all the answers over there. I don't. I'm asking you a question. What, when somebody says that. But there's a, well, okay. Does the building matter? Doesn't, the, isn't, it, isn't it more the people who make the church than the building? Hmm. Mm. Okay. Mm. It is... I, 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 I got like I know, I know I know I got like six hmm. thoughts going through my mind right okay. now. Okay, let's go. To, let's go with one of them. Okay, so so one of them is uh, like St. Paul's letters uh, where he talks about the body of Christ is the church, Ooh. and then we then. As people, we don't make like square, ugly tin buildings as churches. We actually shape them into a cross, or we shape them into something that then represents um, the body of Christ. And then when we bring the body of Christ together, the people were formed into the body of Christ in the church. And also, the church in the book of uh, Revelation is the New Jerusalem. And so, all of the things that we we put into churches are supposed to lift us to a heavenly liturgy. Um, and so when people say, oh, well, the church is the people. Okay, yes, that is true. And the church is the body of Christ. Because, you know, when Saul is persecuting people, uh, Jesus says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Uh, well, he's killing Christians. Right. But how is he persecuting Jesus? In that moment. Through them. Through them. Yeah. So yes, it, they are the, the body of Christ. But also, I think when I went to the dedication, I've never been to a dedication. The dedication of the church is not about like uh, a building. It is dedicated as Christ. Like it is, the, the, especially the dedication the of the altar. altar. Yes. Yes. It's, or, the, or the lamps, you know, the, the, the candles uh, when they're lit around the walls of the church, it just reminds me of that line when G- when they say, um, the bridegroom is here, go out and welcome, welcome him. him. And the the 10 wise virgins have the lamps. Lighted lamps. And so we, we literally build our churches to remind us of being the body of Christ and also lifting us to heaven and heaven Ooh, coming down. There it is. So if you're not familiar, in, if you come yeah. to Stillwater in, in the uh, at St. Francis Xavier, we have 
uh, along the walls, there are 12 candles um, that on the dedication day were lit for the first time and have not been lit since. The next time they will be lit will be March 11th. And they will be lit on March 11th every single year and at no other time. That's it. And so that 12, so we you know last I think last episode we talked about we were talking about the the number 40 and its significance. Well, the number 12 also significant, 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 apostles. And so you put these 12 candles along the along the edge of the of the church and that was actually where at the dedication March 11th, 2018 was where the walls of the church were actually anointed with sacred chrism. Um, and that was awesome, right? So Bishop, it was, at that point, at, at the dedication, the Bishop, Bishop Condorla did some of them, and then that can then be delegated to others. So yeah. uh, Father Ken Harder, who was the pastor before me here in Stillwater, he anointed one side, and then I anointed the other as the new pastor. And you guys met in the middle. And then you can actually see if you go to St. Francis Xavier and you look closely at those at the uh, the candle uh, what the things on the walls, you, the chrism is still there. Whoa! The chrism Seriously? is still there. Yeah, that's sweet. I know it's just hung around. I know. Another reason, I when people say, "Well, the the church is the uh, is just the people," it as part of this <coughs> as part of this um, this dedication. We're reminded why the physical church exists, because it's the here. incarnation. Yeah, it, it's God took on flesh. Yeah, so there's a that's a, the beauty of Catholicism. It's 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 incarnational. It's the the enfleshment, mm-hmm. and so it's a very some would say kind of t- you know touchy feely. Like it's it's the, the sacraments especially are you can't go to confession over the phone, right? It's done in right. person, right? Um, you can't. You don't receive communion through a television, right? It's done in person. When somebody is sick and they are anointed, um, we physically touch them. We physically put oil on their sure. foreheads and on the palms of their hands. Right. Um, at a wedding, like the couple, at, when they when they unite in marriage, they're they are holding hands. They're physically touching each other. Oh, and that's sweet. Isn't that oh, nice? When, okay. we're, when we're ordained, right? It's not the bishop looking at us and saying, you are a priest. He takes his hands and lays them on our heads, right? So it's this physical... Anoints them with oil. Anoints the hands with oil. And that plays itself out in the church. Like that, there is a physical place where God dwells. And it's been that way. Read the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. And God... Had a had a dwelling place among his people in the temple, yeah. And then what I loved about the dedication last year is yeah, the, just the imagery of that of kind of the of the okay. temple, and now in this church. So like the reading, so the 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 the, the first reading at the at the dedication uh, was Nehemiah chapter eight. What? What? Nehemiah, really? Nehemiah chapter eight. Killer! I love Nehemiah. Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, yeah. which consisted of men and women, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, he people? opened the scroll so uh-huh. that all the people might see it. And as he opened it, all the people rose. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God of all the people. Their hands raised high, answered, "Amen, Amen." Anyway, it's it's a that image of the scroll being opened in where in the in the temple. Yeah, uh, amazing, just amazing. I so love just Ezra. all that all that symbolism and. Um, my probably my enduring memory, um, and I sing it from from time to time. You when, sing? When, 
I sing it just to myself. Like like you're like I, you're getting a, ready, you're getting ready for the day, and you're like a prayer of praise. I don't sing. Uh, I'm not singing Nehemiah. Oh, but when at the very beginning of the dedication, uh, the bishop went all throughout the building with holy water, sprinkling as if the the building was being baptized. Oh, and as that was being done, um, the choir sang Ezekiel 47. I saw water flowing from the flowing from the side of the temple, and where the water flowed, there was new life. That's awesome. I saw water flowing, flowing from the side of the temple. Testify. And where the water flowed, there was new life. I just sing that. Sometimes I get into. I've actually done it where I'm like in the church by myself, and I just (laughs) really, yeah. Because you can sing if you're in the church. Oh my gosh, if you're at St. Francis Xavier by yourself, sing. Praise God. Please remind me how awesome your church is. It's amazing. <laughs> it's I'm amazing. <laughs> but anyway, it's just such a uh, it's such a glorious rite. I mean, the, the the rite of dedication. And so that's what we're going to celebrate on March 11th. Okay, mine, my favorite. What well, was your favorite? Is part. the consecration of the altar. Ooh. And you. Uh, we have the we have the programs in front of us, by the way. In español, cuando se acercaba. La Pascua de los Judíos, Jesús le dijo... Uh, oh, that's the gospel. Yeah. Oops, my bad. Uh, where's the dedication? Uh, the, the consecration? dedication? Yeah, we of the altar. page numbers in here. Oh, Anointing didn't... of the altar? Lighting of the altar, and then the prayer. Anointing oh. of the altar? Yes. The bishop says, we now anoint this altar and this building. May God in his power make them holy. Visible signs of the mystery of Christ and his church. Ooh. But there's a where, where's the anointing of the altar? Because there's this moment where uh, maybe it's not here. Well, he anoints it. He anoints the altar and he anoints the the wounds on the altar. Uh. Anointing of the altar and the walls. Um, and he goes because you know there's this the uh, five marks in the altar. So the oh. altar is dedicated as a tomb. Yes, because it's. Like where this the body of Jesus. This is not just this, not just our altar, but no, every, altar every altar in every Catholic church. Yeah, uh, it's dedicated as a tomb. Yep, it's a symbol. It's a, it's got some sort of symbolism of um, the heavenly liturgy or the um, the, last, the supper, last supper, which y'all have yep. on yours. There's also some with like the lamb on it, and then it's also the cross because the Holy Thursday. Um, Passover doesn't end till the Good Friday cross when Jesus drinks. The last cup, as the sponge is raised uh, to his yes. lips. So the altar, which is the altar of the Passover, is also the altar of the sacrifice of the cross. Ooh. And so it's brought together. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're uh, if you happen to be uh, at your church, you know, ask the priest, "Hey, can I uh, see the crosses on the altar?" And if you lift up the cross, uh, lift up the altar cloths. You know, sometimes they have three, like to represent the Trinity, three cloths. Yep. You look over there, and there's these little crosses. Which represents the five wounds of the sacrifice of Jesus's uh, body on the cross, and it's also like the slab because his body was laid out and anointed, and so so the altar is anointed. This is what the program says: so the anointing with chrism makes the altar a symbol of Christ, who before all others is and is called the Anointed One. For the Father anointed him with the Holy Spirit and constituted him the High Priest so that on the altar of his body he might offer the sacrifice of his life for the salvation of all. 
The anointing of the church, then that's the walls, signifies that it is given over entirely and perpetually to Christian worship. In keeping with liturgical tradition, there are 12 anointings. So that's the 12 candles along. Yeah. So what is this church now for, after that anointing? Before, before the dedication started, we could say, wow, it's just a really nice-looking building. But once it is baptized and anointed, that building has one purpose, and that is for Christian worship. Ooh, it. And so it is a different, you know, we have a gym, we got a school, we got classrooms, we got an office. All of those have purposes, but the, the church itself, the nave of the church, has one purpose, and that is for Christian worship. Whoa. If you're a, uh, Father Mike Schmitz did a video, uh, uh, well, he gave a talk at Seek called like praying the best mass or the best. Ooh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Have you watched it? I, if you haven't, people of God, get like get, get the best out of mass. Watch it, watch it. We, uh, you should like. I don't know. Let's we'll tweet it out at some point in time. All right. It's really incredible because his description of the Old Testament uh, sacrifice of the lamb of bringing the lamb to the priest, just like in the procession of the bread uh, to the altar and the wine to the altar. Uh, it, it, that's what worship is. Worship is sacrifice. And at the heart of worship, he reminds us over and over and over again, is the sacrifice of the lamb. And so that's what's going on um, on this altar, uh, that the children of God are bringing their sacrifice and placing Ooh. it upon the uh, the altar. Yeah. And so we're supposed to bring our intentions, uh, our plans, our sufferings, and place them on the wood of the cross. Yeah. It is totally sweet. So... Shout out to Father Mike Schmitz. Watch that video. Amen to that. Okay, so what uh, what are some other like really cool things that went on at the at the, de- at the first dedication? That so I need to. I actually I should probably write all this down because you know the me- memories fade over the course memories, of time. Memories, how the corner, corner of my mind, mind. Okay. and painted pictures. Okay, go ahead. Um, I digress. You know there were, it was a pack. It was packed house. You know. There's like a thousand people um, there. I, so I would love to, I think we're going to, we need to undertake some kind of process where we kind of get people's memories of that day. I think it's the kind of thing that yeah. like in 50 and a hundred years, <laughs> oh, wow. sure. people would love to, would love to have. Yeah. So my, I think my enduring memories of that day, I mean, there was a lot going on. And so I was, it was a little bit of a, it was stressful because you have all these people. I mean, you're kind of trying to make it all work. Shout out to Father John Grant. Who did this book? Uh, Father John. Didn't he do this? Do it well. Yeah, he helped us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Father John Grant is the uh, director of the Office of Worship for mm-hmm. the Diocese of Tulsa. So he's like the, the bishop's master of ceremonies. Father John Grant did a masterful job um, coordinating. It was a three-hour mass, and him coordinating all of it. Anyway, it's wonderful. Just yeah. wonderful. So one, I think my two enduring memories will be, I guess, three. One is kind of just the high stress and sort of all that goes into it. Second was that my parents were there. Oh, my, that's right. My parents made the trip. Marvin uh, and Peg? Marty. Marty and Peg. <laughs> oh, oh, not him. Marty? No. <laughs> Marty. Uh, and then at the very end of the Mass, uh, this is not necessarily a part of every dedication, but we made it a part of ours, of kind of the unique circumstances, uh-huh. was I was officially installed as the pastor of the new church. I do remember that. And so the bishop, oh, yeah. the bishop, I'm looking at the program What, what here. page are you on? Uh, towards the end. It was at the end. When I build but it was new, just, that was intense, man. When I build a new church, so the bishop says, this. The bishop says, my dear friends, because I am aware of your pastoral needs 
and am confident of Father O'Brien's qualifications for the office of pastor, I now commend Father O'Brien to you as your new pastor. Ooh. Oh, and then you have to, you have like some vowels you have and to make to says, this. And then he says, yeah, uh, so we're slipped skipping. a few in there like you're going to start cooking dinner for me. Um, so I say, my friends, I pledge to seek, oh, this is to like the parish council and finance council. Oh, yeah, yeah. I pledge to seek your counsel, guidance, and advice in the spiritual and temporal care of my pastorate. And then I had to take what we call the oath of fidelity and the profession of faith. Yeah, just like professors That's do at so Catholic. Intense and awesome. Because so you do it at the altar, or it you was just, I was standing at the altar, and you have to like have the 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 words uh, on the on it the was altar. On the altar, and yeah. you read it. So I said, I Brian O'Brien, with firm faith, believe and profess each and everything that is contained within the symbol of faith. Man, I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's, it, it's kind of long and awesome. But I shall hold fast to the deposit of faith in its entirety. I shall faithfully hand it on and explain it. I shall avoid any teachings contrary to it. Man, and my words I'm just and reading actions. this again is just... So that the apostolic activity exercised in the name and by mandate of the church may be carried out in communion with the church. So help me God and God's holy gospels on which I place my hand. Oh, you had your hand on the gospel? Hand on the book of the gospels. Wow. That was intense. I got a, I got emotional, Shri- too. Nikes. I got emotional. That's awesome. I got emotional. Beautiful. Because, you know, I've never been a pastor. Really? No, 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 neither no. was I. I, did the I high wasn't school. installed as a pastor. Should be. They just it's like, a beautiful ceremony. Well, thanks. Thanks for the reminder. You always remind me of beautiful things you have that I don't. Dude, what, do you, <laughs> what do you want from me? You like check out my beautiful Corvette. I'm like, oh, I don't have I a do Corvette. I have a Corvette. I have a Camry <laughs> with a dent in the door because you hey, ran into our garage. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Our garage door has two dents in it, it only, and your bumper has two dents in it. It only happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn the first time. I'm in need of ongoing conversion, Father. Uh-huh. Maybe for Lent you should give up parking in the driveway and park a block down and... Oh. Yeah, that would be great. No. And then I could have all the driveway to myself and park sideways. You could sideways. park diagonally? <laughs> park diagonally. <laughs> I could move the trash cans uh, into the driveway so I wouldn't have to walk the extra 10 steps. Yeah, you could park like three blocks away. There's no parking on our street. Three blocks All away, the college way. students are everywhere. I know. When the new nice. rectory opens, which is going to be a talk about that. So uh, what I just want to encourage everyone, come to the anniversary of the dedication, March 11th. It's Thursday. It's a Monday. It's a Monday? <laughs> it's a Monday. March 11th, Monday, 6 p.m. We're gonna have mass and then a big and then a reception after and yeah. we're just celebrating. Is it gonna be cake so, and punch? Because I hate cake and punch. Can we have like cold beer or we something? Want carrots? Maybe maybe some barbecue. No diocesan policies. No, you're not allowed to have. You can't serve alcohol at which events at which <laughs> minors will be present. Oh, like what if they take off their hats and like their mining gear? We could have the kids in one place and the adults in the other. Oh, we could lock them up in the gym. And then we have supervision issues. Well, you could send somebody in there. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well, okay. But anyway, at wherever you live, uh, hopefully you celebrate the anniversary of the dedication. And if not, maybe that's something you could encourage in yeah. your own local community. Um, it's it's just it's a beautiful it's a beautiful celebration of reminding us that. The, the parish church is not insignificant. So and you see this a lot, just practically speaking, when people say, you know, I'm Catholic, um, but I want to get married outside, or I want to get married on the beach. Oh. Okay. Now, is outside beautiful? Is the beach beautiful? Yes. 
But we would say, when people say, can you do my wedding on a beach? I say, my where's... answer is, no, I can't. Um, well, well, why? Well, it's, isn't the beach God's creation? Yeah, yes. But it's not the heavenly oh. Jerusalem. But, it, but the church itself, the parish church, is meant is the place where we do big things. It's where baptisms take place and confirmations take place and weddings and funerals. Uh-huh. And it's the stuff of our spiritual lives that take place in a physical building, which is not insignificant. It's not just four walls. Your parish church has been baptized and confirmed, and wow. the, the Eucharist has been enthroned yes, yes, there. Yes. And so it's not just, oh, there's a, there's a building in which I happen to go you know, and spend a little time on Sundays. No, no, no. That is a, that is a church dedicated to the glory of God and for the purpose of Christian worship. Bam! Mic drop! Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people in foreign countries, that's the end of this uh, awesome Emmy-winning show. Uh, we encourage you to tune back in next Sunday or on your local podcast station, Spotify, iTunes. Yeah, and tell friends, you know, hey, yeah. pass it on. Okay. Well, y'all continue to have an awesome and wonderful Lent. Uh, remember us Repent. in your prayers. Repent. <laughs> Repent. Blessings. Peace. God bless. <laughs>